just been smoking and smoking, smoking another black, roll another up. You know the we can really ease your mind. Every time I smoke a river, that in your heart makes me fly. If everybody smoked the blood, relieve the mind, the world could be a better place. If everybody took a break and we all just get wasted. Good afternoon. You're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Broadcasting live from downtown New Haven and our homes. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com slash New Haven Independent or go to your Facebook page and look us up. You can also hit C first to hear all the great programs that we have here on WNHH. And Cannabis Corner can also be found on ProCannabisMedia.com and the Greenhaven Media Facebook page. So it is Monday, May the 1st, the 1st of May. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. I'm your host, Joe Lachance, and I am joined here by my illustrious co-host, Hemp Farmer Lou, Mr. Uncle Lou. Lou Vega, how are you today? All the many Lou's and, and, and different things that have grown from those times. I'm doing well, good brother. I'm rolling a blunt, you know. Getting ready for the show, as usual. Good. (laughs) Getting ready for the show, enjoying the day. It was a beautiful weekend. How are you? I'm doing well, my friend. Looking forward, getting ready for my trip back. That's right. We look forward to having you back. You know, I had some friends out in the island this weekend, and we were able to uh, have them hook up and go to the dispensary out there, got themselves a medical vacation card because they were Connecticut residents. So they had, oh, nice. you know, stayed up in San Juan and another in Aguadilla. So, you know, cannabis is always alive and well and travel is part of it, you know? Absolutely. And we got some good stuff down here. We have a pretty decent medical program. I'm glad they were able to get themselves hooked yeah. up. Too bad they couldn't make it over here for a day, but. You know, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So. It's- what do you uh, actually? They went to Culebra. To oh, they, oh, okay. <laughs> the upper Bay. echelon yeah. island. Good. Yeah. So you know, uh, four Ricans that live up here, that family down there, because you know the end goal is the Isla. Come back, come back home. Right, exactly, exactly. Come back home. It's a so, beautiful so, place. How and are it's, you doing? I'm doing very, very well. Uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to my trip. The weather's beautiful that's, here. It's been that's nice. That's what I wanted to keep talking about, man. I know we got a couple great guests today, but we also have Nikan coming up, man. I think that's going to be one of our top topics for the next couple of days, right? For the next yeah, next few weeks. I got Mark. Mark Shepard will be coming on on the 15th. He'll let us know everything that's going on in the show, but we are almost sold out of booths. I think maybe I have one left. If anybody uh, is interested, but we, it looks like it's going to be a great show, packed over 100 vendors. We got a great lineup of speakers. If you want to check it out, it's all on the NECAN website. But yeah, it's going to be a great show. Going to be a great, great show. I'm looking forward to the first ever NECAN in Connecticut. You know what? There has been, it's the mature, the market is maturing here in this state. And that's what the exciting thing is, Joe. You know yeah. what I mean? We're not, we're not, um, we're not doing what we were doing, you know. We when we were doing it, man. Joe, Different. we had a hard time, bro. We had a hard time. And we, shout out to Kibra as always. 
because she was our OG partner from the start. And, you know, without her, this was a big, big, big one. So, you know, the market's maturing. So I look forward to everything that is going to happen because with Nikan comes the next one, you know. Um, I know the nursing conference is going to happen at some point, too, that she throws. So, yep. uh, you know, that's that's always another really nice thing. And it's nice to see the professional stuff coming out. And like I said, the market's maturing. Yep. Yep. And speaking of Nikan, one more thing I want to mention before uh, we get to our guest is that this Wednesday, there is a rally at the state Capitol. The Can <coughs> Warriors are having another rally because we still have some bills that have to be pushed over and voted on and, and worked on. So uh, I just want to let people know that that'll start at like 11 o'clock up there at the Capitol this Wednesday. So check that out if you want to go support be active you know they're always giving out free joints up there so at least you can get one of them and support the cause it's so, going to be a full lobby day it's also the connecticut cannabis chamber of commerce lobby day oh perfect so there will be a mix of individuals up there perfect perfect from all angles <laughs> hey well that's how they need to be hit from all angles so I wanted to bring on our guest, speaking of Nikan, he will be an exhibitor there as well. But we have Jeff Feldman on the air with, uh, he is the owner of Blazing Vibes. Blazing Vibes is a local homegrown shop with a proud five-star rating. The shop has a radical new approach with an old school flavor. Exquisite artistic glass pipes and smoking accessories are priced to fit every budget. And they pride ourselves on our large and trustworthy Selection and the knowledgeable, helpful staff. The store also includes an art gallery space and welcomes local artists to display their work. They're known for hosting free and fun community events, including outdoor music festivals, glass blowing demonstrations, drum circles, acoustic music performances, and art receptions. All this and more is rolled in, rolled in, I like that, rolled into one store. Jeff, welcome to the show. How are you today, my friend? You're you're muted. Unclick your mic. You got it? I'm good. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, my friend, just like Verizon. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well, thank you, and thank you for having us on. Great, great. So you own Blazing Vibes over there in Milford. Um, I'm a Milford guy myself, so I know the store well. Uh, I know where you're located up there on the Post Road. You got a nice little location. Um, tell us a little bit about, how, you know, how you started the store, what got you into it, you know, what made you decide to get into the uh, glass paraphernalia cannabis business? Well, Joe, you know, no. I always love my own little stories before we even jump into there. So big hello, sir. I uh, love your place, and, you know, you guys, we see you all over the place, and a good friend of mine, Max Dunk, he's uh, M. Dunk's Glass, and you guys carry a bunch of his products. You have him over at the shows, blowing glass and everything, so I always appreciate that and love giving a warm thank you and uh, awesome thing about supporting the local glass blowers. Uh, so having yeah, that local a, artwork is awesome. That's a very cool, unique thing that a lot yeah. of places do not have. So Jeff, and Max Jeff. is one of our favorites. He's a local kid that I've known now for many years. And, you know, when we do events like this and the glass blowing demos right in front of our shop in the parking lot, you want to have local people representing, you know, what they're doing and showing off their artwork. And we're, you know, proud to have them. 
Right. It's important to support the local community, you know, and uh, you have become kind of a staple in that in that community, you know, pretty well accepted uh, by the community. Milford seems to be very cannabis friendly. And uh, so how did you get into it? When did you start the store? How long have you been there? Well, I worked for another store prior to this and just fell in love with the business and got quite a few friends that are glass blowers. And one thing led to another. And um, we teamed up. I have two partners here and we teamed up to start this store going on six years ago now. Wow. Nice, nice, nice. And and besides the glass and, and you know, all the other paraphernalia, you also sell some CBD products, correct? Yes, we have a large selection of CBD products um, from edibles to tinctures to pet treats all the way down to shampoo and conditioner. Um, and we love the fact that customers keep coming back telling us how this has benefited them. Yeah, and that that's the, the whole thing about CBD. You do get to return people and you get to see their progress and you get to hear the success stories. And that just builds, you know, builds on your confidence more and let you know that you're doing the right thing. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So have you seen a big boom in business since uh, cannabis was legalized in Connecticut? You know, it's hard to say. Um, I think people did what they were going to do regardless. I think there's a tremendous amount of peace of mind now and uh, more openness about it. Um, but I love the direction that we're going. We've been invited now to do pop-ups at a couple different dispensaries. And um, it's really interesting to see the crowd of people that are coming in the door from people from all walks of life. Right, right. I can imagine. I can imagine. And um and so the you have the glass, you have did you sell glass, you sell uh, all kinds of cannabis. I'm sure you got vapes down there. You, uh, so, you know, all yeah, they have a great, they have a great mix actually. So I go there specifically for one product um, because there are products that you can't get any place. And I get the, uh, the pearls, the brothers broadleaf pearls from you guys. I know that you're one yep. of the very few retailers that carry them. Um, and not many retailers in Connecticut alone carry that, that one specific, uh, leaf and I'm a blunt smoker. I love smoking blunts. It's it's kind of my my thing. I did the the tobacco. I mean, I did the joints. I understand them. I roll a great joint. But just from history, and and I'm just about forty now. And if we decide to do what we do, I said I decided I'm going to be a blunt smoker. So I really enjoy those brother uh, broad leaves, and you can't get them any place. So having your specialty shop like yours makes it really accessible to people who are a little bit more of connoisseur styles. And then when you go and you get to see all the great glass, um, you know, I have a ton of glass pieces from a lot of those glass blowers that you guys use. And, you know, it's really awesome to see, you know, a companion piece in a, in a showcase, which is really cool. You know, it brings that value to that local glass blower. Yes, no, no, absolutely. And, so when uh, you got you, you know, I read your, I read the bio and you guys got all kinds of different events going on up there. Do you have any events coming up at the shop or uh, anything of note you want to mention? Well, we're going to be at Nikan, of course. Right. And we'll have some fantastic deals on our glass pieces there. Um, and we're trying to plan our next parking lot event. You know, we do like a mini music festival where we'll have a few different bands playing and we have 
uh, craft vendors selling their products. We have glass blowers doing a live demo. We're just at this point trying to nail down the date for our next event. Ah, very, very cool. And I've been to one of those events. They're very, very fun. <clears throat> you got a nice space out there, a nice parking lot out front, plenty of room, plenty of parking, that's for sure. And, um, you know, uh, I think it's something, and you're very close to the post road, if I'm not, cor if, I, if I'm correct, yeah, right? Just right off the off post road. So I'm sure that'll bring you in, it brings you in a lot of traffic, right? Yeah, we get a pretty nice crowd and the people stay. They enjoy the music. They enjoy the, the good vibes. And it's a really fun thing. Like you said, it's a free event. And, um, you know, we embrace the community. Right, right. You know, and, and even that, so I want to even throw out there, most recently I follow you guys on social media. So here's a quick shout out to make sure everybody follows you on your social media. Would you share your social media handles? Yeah, it's blazing.vibes on Instagram. And even more importantly now, we've launched yep. our online store and we've got blazingvibes.net where you can go online, um, see our products, and you could be anywhere in the country and we'd we'll be happy to ship it to you. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, that's Very absolutely nice. huge. You know, so as people listen on different podcasts and they want to actually get glass from these really dope local glass blowers, you can go right on their website and pick up a piece and send some pictures and tag them on the internet. You know, that's yeah. always fun. I love following you guys. There's a there's always some fun posts on the internet there and uh, your social media and the, the wacky, way, zany way you guys enjoy life. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got a whole crew down there, I notice. Um, yeah, if you want to give your crew a yeah, shout Yeah, give out. your crew a shout out. Tell us who else uh, is involved in putting this all together. You said you had a couple partners. Yeah, of course. We've got uh, Flowing Vibes, who has been doing this for many, many years now. Um, technically speaking, she was my boss prior to being my partner. Oh, nice. And, uh, and we've got Doug Dangerman, who's also known as the head of Einstein, who does a lot of crazy videos. He's got tremendous energy and it's just a blast. We have a really, really good time. Right, right. Yeah, no, Lou's right. You do put out some pretty cool videos and I, I checked out your website and it looks like you, you got a pretty, a pretty tight crew down there. And I know your store comes highly recommended from a lot of people that I know. And every time I'm in town, I always make it a point, you know, to stop by and just, uh, you know, say hello and, and maybe pick something up that I can't necessarily get down here right now. Well, we try to have unique things like uh, Lou was saying with the, the, uh, the Paxton Pearls, you know, I met them, kept in touch with them and we're fortunate to be able to have them. Um, and but we also care about our customers and we pride ourselves on that customer service. You know, we want everybody who to come in and have a, a, a you know, a, a happy shopping experience when they're here. Tell their friends about our store. And it's been working. We're doing very well. Very, very good. Yeah, no, you have uh, definitely become probably the, the top uh the top shop, at least in the uh, the Milford area, I would think. I don't, you know, there's there are quite a few others, uh, you know, but um, you know the fact that you're heading out to doing conventions and doing uh, doing things like Nikan, and I know you're at the other convention at the uh, casino, and um, hopefully we see them at even more places. It's it's another testament to the to the maturing market we have here in the states. 
where ancillary businesses that support the cannabis industry also support the artists, the local community. They support the glass industry. And that's what you guys are doing. And I'm super excited to see that as the, the market matures, there are some forerunners like yourselves out here pushing everything, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. And I'll be down this week for a box of the Paxton Pros. I, I didn't get any of <laughs> it drop. Fantastic. Look forward to it. <laughs> so, Jeff, one more question I had for you is um, the state has been on and off like with this whole Delta eight and the HHC, where does, where does those regulations stand right now? Um, are they still allowing it to be sold or well, is the, it the, something that's in a gray area still? Yeah. The Delta eight products, I think we're always in a gray area because it's what they're considering, not a recurring um, a product of cannabinoid in the hemp plant. So the THCO, which is an acetate, it falls under that same category. And so we've tried to uh, stay away from those products now, but we are focusing on the newer things, which are the hemp-derived Delta-9 products, which are legal products that we're able to sell that give people um, that relaxation and euphoria they're looking for um, in a product that they can walk into the shop and be able to buy over the counter. And um, it's very it's all compliant, and um, it's become very popular. Right. And now, when you you're talking about the um, the um, like the so, CBG CBN, or you talk this no, is like full full delta nine. So it's a it's a reoccurring cannabinoid, and as long as the plant was under the point zero three percent when it was harvested, that's that's legal because it's a legal product of uh, oh, product. Yeah. So it's a I real, see. Delta eight, Delta eight has to be synthesized mostly. Delta nine is just is a standard reoccurring thing. So like, right, it would be extracted from the plant. So if it's even like a Delta nine hemp hash, it's got the legal amount of THC per value, but it came from a hemp plant. It didn't come from a full cannabis plant that's got to be grown under different rules. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So this is something so that's, that's fairly new. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and now, really new you know, and gaining popularity. Awesome. Yeah, it definitely is. And we're excited you guys have that there. And with that, I guess we have our next guest who's going to jump on to back and forth who produces some products like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, do you guys know each other? Yeah, we've met recently. All right. Well, let me intro these guys. Uh, and then we'll, maybe we can all have a little uh, little chit chat here. So uh, we'll have a chat about uh, market shares and what people think about products. One and, second, you all know right. that's what we're trying to talk about. What do you what do we think? We're looking at the next products that people in the regular community might enjoy. Yes, and with us now we have Jonathan and Tyler, and they're of Ascended CBD. And Ascended is a Connecticut-based company. Was formed and created. Uh, in 2021. And here at Ascended, the company mission is to provide quality handcrafted THC, CBD infused, hemp derived edibles. Each one of our products is formulated and designed by our team to ensure that every aspect of the product is handcrafted with quality you can trust. Our products are made with all locally sourced ingredients and are third party lab tested for potency and accuracy. 
uh, per each product. All of our products are federally and state compliant under the 0.3% of THC. Check out our, the labs under each product. So welcome to the show, guys. How are you? Oh, they're still connecting to their audio. Oh, there we go. All right. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you? You're on mute right now. All right. So we have Jonathan and Tyler. Who's who? You got a problem with our, our volume right now. We're trying to get that fixed for you guys real quick. Sorry about that. Oh, you can't hear us? We can hear you good. I think you got to click on the thing. There we go. There we go. Okay. There we go. We can hear Good you guys. afternoon, fellas. All right. How are you, gentlemen? Uh, we got Jonathan and Tyler. Which one's which? I'm Jonathan. Tyler. Okay. Okay. Great. And you guys are from Ascended CBD. I've yes, heard sir. a lot about you guys from a lot of different people. Well, um, we all we met at the show here. I came by, stopped by, and they gave me a little goodie bag, too. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, lovely. Uh, so excited to see that. We uh, enjoyed some of the things. And then, you know, a, a, a couple of our local friends, we all, afterwards, we were all talking about it. But it, it was a little buzz, you know what I mean? My, uh, uh, you know, we just had Uzma on the show. She was over there. We were all discussing yeah, yeah, that the yeah. night after. So you guys are going to be at um, NECAN as well, right? Yes, yep. So we'll be so at we'll uh, NECAN uh, May 20th and 21st, I believe, up in Hartford, Connecticut. Right. That's our next show that we'll be doing. And Great. I know you guys are trying, and the connecting point here with Blazing Vibes and you guys, and just as we continue to build the community, is, you know, storefronts. You guys are now moving into more storefronts in Connecticut. Do you know about how many storefronts you guys are in now? Currently, right now, we're in nine storefronts. A lot of them are, you know, lo local CBD stores oh, yeah. and some smoke shops as well. Um, we have a lot of, we have made a lot of good connections, you know, doing this over the years. We've been you know, producing products. I've been producing products since I was like 13, you know, I've always been, you know, um, pretty excited about the cannabis industry. And it's an industry that's, you know, it's always growing every day. And it's, it's a way that people can connect, you know, versus, you know, anything else. Yeah, it's super exciting uh, to be in this industry, um, you know, doing what we're doing when, you know, we're allowed to do it and to do it legally. And, um, you know, that's the journey is like the the greatest part about it you know you learn everything you learn new stuff every day and you know that's what's really about is evolving culture yeah you know? evolving the industry and keeping people connected you know one way or another yeah you mentioned something about the culture and i think that's very important to point out that besides being an industry right because we all know that there is the industry part of cannabis right you know we have the mm -hmm. dispensers we have the growers and we have a lot of money that that flows around into various people's pockets. Um, and, but what we really, you know, what's really important is the community that allows that industry to, to thrive and to function. And I think, you know, with, with brands like yours who are not only out there, like you say, at events and, and out there, you know, on the streets, so to speak, you're also now in stores. You know, and that just shows the evolution of the industry. Uh, tell us a little bit about your products. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we decided to do all consumables, all edible. So, you know, that's our main strength. And, 
like I said, we've been doing it for a couple of years. And the whole idea of this was, you know, when legalization first happened, you know, we wanted to get the food and beverage to produce these edibles to be sold in dispensaries. Um, but the way that panned out is, you know, we kind of, you know, turn tables and decide, you know, let's go this route. Just, you know, we have a starting base to prove that we can actually do this, you know, and we're, you know, a small business and we're a small company and we're producing a product, you know, that's a top of line products. It's, you know, you can't really say anything about, you know, the quality aspect because and that, that's the thing is that, you know, we wanted to bring the best quality product to the market as possible. Yeah, everything we do is handcrafted, you know, whether, you know, if you're a medical patient or you're an everyday consumer, you know, it's always good to have options. And, you know, if you look at, you know, what's going on with the market in Connecticut and how that went, mm. there's not really much options, you know, in between that, you have medical patients that, um, you know, kind of gotten forgotten through all this. And, you know, we have a ton of medical patients that use our products as well. You know, they go to, you know, okay, their medical providers yeah. and, you know, they just don't have what they need, you know, depending on their medical condition. And we see that a lot. And, you know, a lot of people think us, you know, what we're doing, give them access to good, clean medicine, and, you know, a good quality product that they can trust and rely on every single time. And I think that's the most rewarding part about this is that, um, you know, you're really going out there and you could see the difference that it's making. You know, it's not about the money. It's about the impact that you could have on this industry and, you know, whether which way you're doing it, I think, um, you know, that's the best way to do it is to go out there and just, you know, put, get your foot in the door and, you know, see what happens from that. Anything could stem with the relationships that you build with, you know, the events that you do one person, you might meet one person here, you know, if you remember them and, you know, it turns out, you know, how this happened, you know, they're involved in, you know, a couple other things. And I think that's where it really stems from is just, putting out the best quality product, you know, possible that we can, you know, and it's all crap, right. you know, our chocolates, we use all Belgian chocolate and it's from, you know, important from Belgium and France, our lollipops and our hard candies are handcrafted from our recipes and our infused mixed nut is, you know, something that was our, you know, our first product that was our, yeah, I've know, heard of your, yeah, I've actually had your product, the street nuts, right? That, that's you. your big thing, the street nuts, right? Yeah, that's, so. that's what we're known for. And, um, that one kind of stemmed from you know i you know growing up i ride i worked as a tour director you know in uh new york city my cousin owned a tourism company so i was always traveling to you know different parts of the country uh from a young age and you know going to new york was like a home base for me and i've been eating you know the nuts that you got by off the street you know my entire life and yeah. And I'm walking and I'm in, a, in the middle of Times Square and I'm eating and I'm like, oh my God, imagine, you know, and then that's when it clicked. Once that yeah. happened, you know, it took me three years to develop it, you know, and really get it to that every, every time you make it, every time you taste it, the same exact, same exact flavor, same exact taste. So. And the smell. And the smell too, when you're cooking on those. Lovely. Do you have one of those uh, outdoor portable things like they have in New York where you, you scoop it right out yet? Have you got one of those? Yeah, actually so. We do have a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's one of oh, nice. We're revamping it now. We're getting it going. But uh, Are you going to uh, bring it to Nikan? Yeah. We, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to have our logo on it. We're going to have, you know, everyone go up, take a picture with it and stuff like that. So it's going to be pretty cool. Oh wow, wow, Jeff! Now, do you carry the any of their products in your store? Well, we've had the street nuts. We're familiar with them, <laughs> and uh, the customers love them. Thank you, thank right you, on. appreciate it, and thank you for the support. You know, it's always good to you know work with other people in the community and just really, really grow your branches and implant your roots. So we appreciate you know supporting us, and 
you know, we're going to keep on doing what we're doing until we can't anymore, you know, more to come too. Well, I think, you know, you guys are in a good position because, you know, Lou is a big proponent of like licensing, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I'm sure you might even be able to talk to him, but if you can find a cultivator or somebody who has the cultivation license along with a production license, you can work out a deal with them to produce your, you know, Lou's right there. He's big on this licensing thing. He could probably yeah, explain it a little sure better than me. I'm, I'm pretty sure they understand exactly how it, how it would run out. They'd partner yeah. and get their royalties, kind of do the whole thing. It sounds like they were in the, it sounds like they were in the process and they're probably just doing exactly this right now to have the customer base to be able to sell that even better. That's than exactly right. Like they're doing exactly what exactly. they're doing. Yeah, no, yep. it's like they said, they're building their following now. They're building their base, putting value into their into their product so that when the time comes, you know, hey, maybe next round you do decide to go for the uh, license, you know, or you take the licensing route. But now you, you mentioned, exactly. I mentioned uh, when we read the bio, you do both CBD and THC infused products, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, have you gotten into like the CBN, the CBG? Have you started venturing into those yeah. other areas as well? Yeah. So basically, so we work with a couple of hemp farms in Connecticut and we go to them, and, you know, they do all their, you know, extraction within in-house. So um, the blends that we get, they're full spectrum blends. So they have a good amount of CBG, CBN, CBD, and some THC in it, which makes it full spectrum. And everything that we do is lab tested. You know, we, we make we make a product, we send five sample servings out of that, and we get that lab result and we get a derivative answer. Um, and generally the 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 um, industry, you know, standards at 10% variance, and we're testing our products at a 3% variance right now. So um, it's it's been fun and uh we do get that full spectrum blend of all those good cannabinoids which your body does need you know it's not not everything is you know thc driven thc driven your body takes that full cannabinoid you know effect you know you're going to get a long elongated effect on that and, it's, and your body's going to use that to its full advantage yeah there's nothing mm -hmm. like the full spectrum plant and i'm sure mm -hmm. jeff you can attest to this the weed that we get today is definitely not as well balanced as say the land raised strains that we used to smoke say i hate to date myself but back in the <laughs> 70s and 80s uh the it, it may not have looked as pretty because it was loaded with stems and seeds and you're lucky if you found a bud or two in there but you also got a lot more for your money i mean you could get an ounce for 20 bucks tell you the truth oh, man. But, uh, <laughs> and it was you know you know maybe if, and, and you know back then we had the real stuff the panama red the real gold alcapulco gold oh, yeah you know, and 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 i smoked all that stuff and i gotta say i smoked the newer versions of it and i'm like this is not the same weed you know what i mean and the thc levels may have been lower but i also think the cbd levels were higher and I think it was more of a balanced high, you know. I mean, you used to laugh. I mean, you used to laugh your ass off when you smoked and and you got um got heavy duty munchies and stuff. And I don't find that the same 
uh, with the weed today. You know, it gets you nice and high, but yeah. sometimes it's even an appetite suppressant. I don't know. <laughs> I, I wish I could say you the know? same munchies on this end. It's yeah. I got to go to the grocery store every two days. It's bad. <laughs> you know, so that's the one thing the the old school land races. They they always had the best hits. I got to say, them even balanced plants the way nature intended it. And we work, you know, we got to keep working on it. We'll just now have to, you know, do a furrow hemp, uh, furrow cannabis in our backyards for the next 10 years. And whatever, oh. whatever comes from there will be the new land races, man. And that's just exactly. putting a bunch of seeds in the ground. Let them go to all the way through, male, females, let them pollinate, do their whole thing. It'll happen out in Colorado at some point where it's growing wild. Oh, you know? yeah. oh yeah so, oh yeah we'll oh yeah and the, the it'll all even itself out and then it'll bring itself back to nature but it'll take 10 years for the plant being feral yeah, yeah and i think well now of course if we could get the old school genetics and they were still good right you know um, i have i have these back <laughs> in the 90s and the 80s and with the we the way the weed looked when we got it before was that way because it wasn't taken care of. It, they they sent you yeah. the whole leaf, the whole brand, the they whole thing. Maybe yeah, right. Whole <laughs> thing. Weed in the eighties, guys. You're a little young for that. <laughs> right, yeah. Jeff. I mean, yeah. you're sitting there, but you know exactly what we're talking oh, about, right? Absolutely. We have this conversation often. Exactly what you said with the original Panama Red and Acapulco Gold that. You know it was not grown in this country and they you got a bag full of whatever and you were happy to have it. Right, because it got you real stoned. Got yeah, you high really, quality, really yeah, sunshine. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing like sunshine, right? Nothing, Nothing like, like sunshine it. to raise a to grow a plant. I might try some out here, you know. I got tropical weather here. I could throw it. If I could get the right genetics, yeah. throw it right mm -hmm. out there, get some of that Jamaican genetics. We had a guest on actually uh last week it was who is in Jamaica right now. And she was saying that they have a medical program down there uh, and there are some indoor growers and things like that. But she said she prefers the Yardy weed, which is the land raised, uh -huh. pure homegrown weed that grows wild out there and has for centuries, you know, and that, and I'm like, wow, I'm so jealous. And like, there's no way obviously she could bring it back because she is coming back soon i don't i wouldn't tell her to risk it because you yeah. know obviously you got yeah. customs and all that kind of stuff coming out of jamaica but if we could even just get some of those seeds from her you know that would be that would be great that'd be great yeah i also think it's the way you know indoor outdoor i think you know when you grow outside natural you know you're using the sun as your light you're using you know the natural elements to grow and i think you know whether it's grown outside in uh, hydroponic, indoors, um, different types of lights, all that. I think when it's sun grown, I think you get a, you know, a different type of high, like it's a, yeah. a more earthy and more natural. And it's, you know, you know, that it's, you know, it's coming from the earth. It's growing out of the ground. It's, you know, it's the, the soil's hitting it, the sun's hitting it, everything. So. Yeah. Even growing in a greenhouse or a hoop house is probably a little bit better than just growing inside of a, an oh, yeah. industrial building, you know, or even in your closet yeah, uh, where, you know, all you have there. to do is artificial light because, you know, I do believe that the UV rays and the sunlight and the natural light that comes from the sky, 
Yeah. And the water that actually comes from the sky, right? And the dirt that is yeah. actually, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, no matter what, sun grown, as long as it's done right, will be the best weed you ever have. Yeah. The best <laughs> cannabis you'd ever have. It, it's going to be the tastiest. It won't be what it, indoor, let me, I'll be totally, indoor craft is great cannabis. It does its thing. It's good weed. It's exactly for what it's for. But, there's nothing that's going to take a very well-grown, sun-grown cannabis. And greenhouses these days are up to the level of indoor cultivation with basically just an open top where you're getting just enough nature, enough filtration, enough airflow that these are 150,000 square foot glass buildings that are technically indoor grown on racks, on uh, irrigation with with right ppm for everything that's going in it's an expensive setup but an, but if you're putting brick around it you go to like a 300 dollars per square foot build out but once you put double pane poly around it versus brick you're at like a 75 to 100 dollars build out with a space that you can go three four times the space and use supplemental lighting to get that little extra bit like it's just and this is where we're moving to in this state but that's what's being done out in Cali and Oregon and Colorado in the larger, more yeah. rural grows, you know, and as an agriculturalist that could get funded by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, because now you're just doing land improvements. And that's where I see this all going. You know, I really see mm -hmm. businesses yeah. and farmers, farmers particularly getting to the point that they understand that their land is the value so that we can bring back the idea of agriculture using cannabis in all honesty like imagine being able to say hey we're going to do x amount of dollars so that we can keep the lights on and our family can create a generational sustainable way of living and continue to and now you can do two acres three acres of food and just give it away you know right. what i mean it's amazing right. what yep. the plant can do you know and exactly you, you do so many different things with hemp that's the best part too yeah, so well, years ago, they were using a bunch of stuff for hemp. Yeah. Now, if you go back in history, hemp, uh, you know, even all the way back to George Washington, exactly. he wanted hemp, uh, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. who had an extra half acre of land to grow hemp, you know, um, and he wanted to use it as the foundation for this country's industrial um, uses. Like back then, they were making rope, they were making canvas out of it. They were making clothing oh, out of it. Paper. They were already making paper out of it. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, come to the you know the twentieth century here, the Industrial Revolution, and hemp was decided not to be used as the yeah, main we'll industrial product. Further, too, Joe, hemp in the past and all over Europe and all over the world, pre brick and mortar, uh, hemp blind binder was the primary way of creating cathedrals and larger structures. So this is this is what we mean by all of this. So that and all we started this on the on the stoned train of thought was literally, hey, we like this plant and outdoor flower is good. <laughs> and right. here we are talking about <laughs> industrial revolutions. <laughs> well, that hey, that is the power of the cannabis corner. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's, we've all been smoking here, so we're all on a, another level. But no, it's true. You know, these are the type of things we like to talk about the show. Because all of our businesses really rely on the plant, you know, 
from the base, no matter yeah, if you're using really isolate, distillate, yeah. whatever you're yeah. using, it all started with the plant from the ground. And I guess what we're trying to get at is the more organic, the more natural the source, the better the finished product is going to be. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a big difference uh, in getting a commercially made CBD product, let's just say from one of the big guys or from one of these large manufacturers compared to a craft product that's grown with the organic product, not only grown with organic product, but grown locally. And a lot of the hemp, a lot of the hemp farmers here are growing sun grown. Yeah, you know, they are. Still, Lou, I know Lou used to grow sun grow. I mean, a lot of, so you are getting that natural plant if you're buying oh, yeah. from the right people. Connecticut hemp farmers are great. Um, they really do create a great product and we've supported them and I'm still a Connecticut hemp farmer and hemp manufacturer. Mm -hmm. So we enjoy doing all of that still. And I think that Connecticut grows some great hemp across the board. So right. yeah, shout out to all the hemp farmers. Yeah, yeah and you really do. It and, would be uh, nice if the state supported the hemp industry a little more. I know they're trying to allow them to to uh, grow the, uh, you know, the adult use cannabis. But I also think that, you know, as the hemp industry grows and maybe if Connecticut would get behind a little manufacturing and production facilities, the industry could really thrive and we could be one of, you know, one of the leaders. We used to grow tobacco here, right? This was a big tobacco producing state. They're now letting people grow their own hops because of the craft beer industry. So yeah. people can grow their That's own hops now. Crazy. And I think if Connecticut really got behind it, the hemp industry could be a leader of all of that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, and, but uh, so, you know, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And, and you know, you know, I, I say Connecticut. I think it's the whole, if the federal government got behind hemp, you know, <laughs> if the federal government you know, got behind hemp, that would be a whole nother, um, that would be a whole nother thing. Because imagine, like, if they gave the same subsidies that they give to big oil. Or if they gave the exactly. same subsidies you that know. they're given to all these green initiatives like solar and, you know, wind and all that. What about hemp or ethanol, right? They're putting this corn ethanol, mixing it with gas. What about hemp? Hemp can power a car just as well. You know, that was already done too. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and right. Henry Ford yeah. made a car yeah. that was not yeah. only made out of hemp ran on ran hemp. on hemp and yeah. and honestly that was one of the things that sparked them to take it one step further there is a current vehicle on the road the bmw i4 who use which uses hemp polymers on the indoor inside door frames so oh. the inside of the doors are made out okay. of hemp polymer we're so, getting there. You know, it's being it's being used now in everyday applications Right. Right. Yeah, I no, recently no. saw a, a 3D printed um hemp container and I think it was 33% less plastic. Yeah, yeah. it was almost 80% full overall hemp. It was Isn't one of somebody in Connecticut doing that? Wasn't somebody I I I remember selling I think it was Mike Goodenough at Sweet Heel was selling something yeah. hemp. That was yep. made of hemp plastic. I forgot what it was. Do you guys remember what it was? 
No, but I could tell you that we carry the uh, hemp grinders here in the store. Okay, yep, that's the product too. Very oh, nice. that may be the product. Yeah, so it's it's a grinder that's made completely out of hemp. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So, so it is such a universal plant. It's crazy, and like you know, taking you back to you know federally and you know state. I think it's it's just politics when it comes down to you know you have these massive MSOs that are lobbying against hemp farmers and all that, which is, you know, there's only one reason why they would do that, you know, but, you know, to gain that market share and to, you know, take that mark, take the market and shrink it down in a sense, you know, to gain that capital. But, um, you know, as long as we're able to do what we're able to do, we're going to keep on doing it. You know, I know the state right now, they're proposing a bill, it's uh, bill 6697, uh, which eliminates full spectrum CBD products. Yeah, that's a big um, so one. That's a big one. Yeah. So, you know, we, we want to expand, you know, we, we want to get our own commercial kitchen and, you know, build out and really go full scale. But it's right now we're at the point where it's like we have to wait for the state, see what they're yeah. going to do. But, we shoot you know, but, yeah, you know, everybody invest a ton of money, like going exactly. for the license and all that. Now, it seems to me the state has two conflicting bills in then. Because yeah. they're, they're doing this one with the, that you just spoke about, and then they're trying to do a bill where CBD can be sold in dispensaries. But what yeah. good is the CBD in dispensaries if it can't be full spectrum, you know, if, if they're going to limit it exactly. down to what they're trying and, to do? And then it's like, then you're relying on the big four, you know, where's your, where are you getting your CBD? Is but, it locally from Connecticut? And, you know, it's most likely not, you know, they're probably going to Oregon. And no, they're going to import it from other states, yeah, which yeah, is, you know, countries, who the hell knows? It's, and, and that's the whole thing about when you start a business, it's like, you want to support local or label companies are in Connecticut. All our products are, made you, are from Connecticut grown hemp extract. So it's. From I can tell you for a fact that none of the growers buy hemp from Connecticut because I have tried firsthand drop samples. Off. Oh, yeah with all of them and their same answer all the time is it is nowhere as cheap as isolate from the west coast exactly. they're buying isolate for by the kilo for like 500 bucks in bulk 300 bucks in bulk picking up 10 15 kilos getting it for pennies on the dollar and then charging us astronomical prices for a vape or for whatever that they're putting together so it's 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 exactly. ridiculous what they're doing and you know Soon enough, soon enough, we'll be taking them down. So it is what it is. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's, that's the plan. That's what we're trying to do. You know, it's like you could. Oh, I'm doing it. I got a license to do it. <laughs> that's right. Lou's, Lou's going to be, a, uh, you know, one of the top growers in the state. I, I, I predict it because he's going to be putting out some good product. This is going to blow away the MSOs. So it's going to be a matter of, you know, public demand. What's going to happen is, and Lou's got it right on the hit it right on the head. When these new cultivators who have a lot more knowledge, who have a lot more ethics, and who really care about the community, and there are quite a few who got licenses. There are. Once, once so they're like up and running, I the market's going to ripple. Ripple's going to come down from Maine as well. Good, good people. The Ripple's got a section one forty nine. Mm-hmm. I really look forward to working with them. I got a section 149 and I don't have a, I have a financial partner, but I, it's my brand, my concept, my build outs, my, it's me. It's not an MSO. Let's make that clear. This is a, a private well, investor. The same thing with, with, and that's the same thing with like Ripple and I'll shout them out over and over because these are just young guys who really busted their humps 
to get on top of this and move forward, you know? So there's a couple great local brands that are starting and have a huge disadvantage because of that huge fee. And then the state's not doing anything to really help, but that's literally the only way to get in there. So what do you do? Yeah. Sit on the sidelines or do you get no. in there and do it? The market will determine itself. Same, same thing with you guys. As long as you keep putting out an, a superior product, you know, that's reasonably affordable. You will, the market will, it will straighten itself out because people are going to want your product over the, the, the product that's created by an industrial MSO or something. And that's how we got to do it. Same with Lou. The market's going to, the, the, the market's going to determine because people just will stop buying the MSO stuff once they have another choice, you know, and that's, exactly. that's what it comes down to, but we exactly. got, we're almost <laughs> there. We're, by the end of the year try to get there we're almost at the end of our show though so we want to make sure we don't we don't mess up the schedule for the show so we're going to go into introductions of where people can go so we can do blazing vibes again social media handles website uh location phone number maybe something that's coming up and then we'll do a send right after that guys yeah all right jeff go for it give us everything you got so we are Blazing Vibes. We are located at 16 Red Bush Lane in Milford, Connecticut. Um, BlazingVibes.net is our incredible new website where you can shop on. And Blazing.Vibes on Instagram. Give us a follow. You're and on Facebook we'll too, right? Weekend. And you're on Facebook as well. Yep. Facebook yep. is Blazing Vibes Gallery. Great. Great, 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 Jeff. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on the show. And we do look forward to seeing you at NECAN on the 20th and the 21st. All right, guys, over at Ascended, tell us a little bit about how people can get in touch with you, get your products, follow you, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, so we got an Instagram that's uh, Ascended underscore CBD. We post, uh, you know, different types of events that we're going to be going to with, uh, throughout New England and uh, some other states as well. We also have a website, it's uh, www.ascendedcbd.com, where you can uh, go on our website. We have an online store. You can go on it, search every product, see what we have to offer. Um, everything's there with our lab test. You could check it out. And um, as as far as that, that's what we have right now. We're getting into TikTok, Instagram, and all and TikTok, Twitter, stuff like that. But as of right now, you know, we're in certain locations. We're in Blazing Vibes. We're at Sweet Hill in Connecticut, um, at down in Meriden, Connecticut. We're at uh, Better Ways CBD down in Branford. Um, we're right. at a couple stores in Camden. Uh, we're looking to get into Hometown Vapors and a couple other that. We're at yeah, Sugar Leaf yeah. uh, Boutique right now down in Middletown. Um, so we're expanding uh, pretty quickly, pre uh, pretty fast. And, you know, we'd like to thank uh, everyone that's been supporting us through this. Um, we've been doing this now for about three years. And to see where it started to where it's going and, you know, the sky's the limit, you know, for the future. And, uh, you know, shout out uh, Mike Goodenough. He's helped us out, you know, the entire way out. along the way. You know, he's yeah. been like a mentor to us. So, you know, we want to say thank you for him and, you know, all his efforts that he does, you know. Uh, staff. Yeah, doing all that, you know, up at the Capitol, testifying and, you know, bringing a voice to people. So. Yeah, no, Mike's a good guy, good friend of the I show. He will also friend. be at NECAN. Yep, Mike's yep. a very good friend. Yeah. He's leading a big panel up there. And as well, he will also have a table and a booth. So we got a good, you know, we got a good crowd going up there. A lot of the local businesses have supported. We'll have it. And uh, there's going to be a nice after party afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is going to be thrown by Connecticut and Better Ways. 
Yep. Check we'll out all that's right across the street. It's going to be, and I know you guys are going to be participating, probably you, Jeff, too. Yep. Um, that's going to be like a fun party for all us locals, you know, oh, yeah. to hang out and just, uh, you know, have a good time together after the convention. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing all you guys trying your products. Jeff, I'm looking forward to seeing you and stopping by the store when I'm in Milford. Uh, as far as I go, you can follow me at Joe the Weed Guy on Instagram and Facebook uh, and at Greenhaven Media as well. Uncle Lou, you are well, on Insta. You, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, Farmer Lou. Everybody knows where it is. We love you all. And we look forward to the next show. Nikan coming up. We're going to have a great time. All right, yeah, guys. Please. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, Jeff. Jonathan, Tyler, we'll see you all in a couple weeks in Nikan. Enjoy the rest of your day. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Great show, guys. Thank you. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, la, da, da, my room da, da, da. is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, hey, cause I got high. Yeah. Because I got high. Because I got high. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. Uh, uh, la, da, da, I'm taking da, da, da. it next semester, and, and I know why. Why, <laughs> man? Why? Yeah, hey. Because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. Go to the next, go to the next, go to the next. Uh. I was gonna go to court before I got high. I was gonna pay my child support, but then I got high. No, you wasn't. Uh. They took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, man? Hey, because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. La da da gonna run from the cops, but I was high. Uh, I'm serious, man. I was gonna pull right over and stop, but I was high. Now I'm a paraplegic, and I know why. Why, Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I was gonna make love to you, but then I got high. I'm serious. I was gonna eat your now I'm and I know why. I messed up my entire life because I got high. I lost my kids and wife because I got high. Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Now I'm sleeping on the sidewalk, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I'ma stop singing this song because I'm high. I'm singing this whole thing wrong because I'm high. And if I don't sell one copy, I don't know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I'm high. Cause I'm high, cause I'm high. Are you really high, man?
jiggy with it. Skippity bee bop. <laughs> <laughs>